Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you're doing well. We're going to talk today about inflation, deflation, and a story, a headline that has gripped a lot of people around the nation and around the world. And that was uh, a story that an interview that was done on CNBC with a uh, analyst and economist, uh, for lack of better terms. And he essentially came out and said that an inflation explosion is going to happen in a mere amount of days, a few days from now, a few couple weeks. And he was referring to the Independence Day weekend around July 4th. Now, why he said this was he was talking about about the four times throughout the year that we always see inflation rear its ugly head in fuel prices. Those uh, dates are usually the uh, Thanksgiving weekend, Christmas uh, weekend or week, um, spring break, and also Independence Day, 4th of July. The reason why this happens, and you could set your clock to it, demand for fuel spikes because there's heavy traveling all around the country. Now, he today, and just so you know, too, there's also always this um, uh, Independence Day food index that gets likes to get thrown around during that time of the year with uh, news agencies and financial channels because they're always tracking the price of food. Normally, you know, your normal barbecue foods, watermelon, um, you know, things like that, the cost of food along with fuel. It's always a good headline grabber. And the reason why it is is because things go up. You usually have grocery stores that are vying for um, your business. They're coming out with these loss leaders, these sales, where they essentially make nothing on a couple of products in hopes that you'll come to their store and buy all their products, right? They're goods. So what he was talking about, I said, look, there's going to be an inflation explosion in a couple of weeks because people are already seeing the high prices of food in the grocery stores. They're also seeing the high prices of fuel at the fuel pumps. The problem is what he is saying is now it's about to be on the forefront of everyone's mind. And the problem is, I believe that, I understand that to be true, but I also don't think that's necessarily the entire case. The reason why is because People understand inflation's going on, but it really hasn't affected them yet. And the reason why you know that is because deflation hasn't exploded. Now, we've already seen deflation in a couple of different areas, like uh, subscription services with Netflix, Disney, Hulu, things like that. People are cutting that out of their budget because they simply don't have the money to pay their bills, right? So they start to cut those subscription services. We've also seen travel start to fail because we've seen airline traffic drop 26% month over month. We've seen um, hotels that were full, like packed the gills a year ago, they're now having a hard time filling up, right? Unless you're in resort towns that are still very popular. That is the, those are the ones that hold on the longest. But I mean, a year ago, you were seeing literally every town full. You know, people wanted to get out, they wanted to live, totally get that, right? So he put out that, that headline and I still, I think that it's gonna grip people and we're gonna see much higher fuel prices in a week, week or a couple of weeks from now. And I believe that is going to be important, but it still hasn't completely gripped everyone. Now, it has started, and the deflation started, and what I wanted to talk about was not necessarily that story, but another story that was out of the hedge. I'm going to link it below. And that's essentially entitled, let me grab it, Inflation is Dominating Headlines, But Deflation is What Investors Should Fear. The reason why is this. As inflation happens, everybody has a wealth effect, right? I know what you're thinking. I don't feel wealthy right now because fuel is exploding and food is exploding. And that is an anomaly. That does not happen very often. And this is a super cycle. But what happens is when everything comes crashing down, that's when deflation is everywhere, right? Now, I talked about deflation starting back in March. I got a little bit of heat from it, but it was true. The facts are people stopped uh, their subscription streaming services, all those kind of things, because they didn't have money. And that is deflation. When um, high prices become too high, and you saw Netflix raising their prices, Amazon raising their prices, everybody raising their prices, uh, it was 
evident that people were not going to be able to pay these, so they started to withdraw. And you saw massive, massive uh, uh, numbers on Wall Street where they were coming out and saying, hey, life's good. But then all of a sudden, like a week later, oh my gosh, we're starting to lose customers. And uh, to be honest with you, forward guidance is showing it's going to get even worse, right? So that's deflation. That's when you know there's a crash. Well, people, when they think about deflation, they think about everything deflating at once. Like Father Time just all of a sudden woke up and went, yeah, I think it's a good time. Let's just flip the inflation switch to deflation and now everything's going to crash. That doesn't happen in one day. It goes from a little bit to a little bit more to a lot, right? And so the people are not thinking about deflation right now, even though it is happening. It's happening in subscription services. It is happening in uh, travel and leisure. And, and and it's also happening in non-durable goods or uh, discretionary spending, sorry, for lack of better terms. So it is already happening, right? But what people put in their mind, because let's say when they read about the Great Depression, it was only a couple chapters in their textbook, they seem to think that that happened all overnight, but it did not. Deflation in the Roaring Twenties actually started about three to four years prior, around 1928, all right? It wasn't until the early 30s when everything came crashing down. Just like what happened with Lehman Brothers in 2008, that crash did not actually happen in 2008. It started in mid-2005, okay? So crashes and deflation takes a long time, but it is here right now. So just a couple things I want to highlight from this article. Um, it says, according to Pomboy, we need to look at the difference between the consumer price index and the producer price index. The PPI does not make too many headlines as it's not of immediate concern to everyday consumers. It tracks the prices of raw commodities and intermediate services like bulk shipping. Now I wanna explain something. I've been talking about the PPI for quite some time and the PPI is already at double digits. And I said the PPI, the, um, the producer price index, shows you the future of the CPI. Even though we all understand the CPI is a lie, but the government's been changing the metrics ever since like 1980 to pretty much try and fool you about what real price inflation is, the truth and, and honest uh, answer is the producer price index shows you where it's gonna be next. So do I believe that you're gonna see double-digit CPI in the next couple of months? I do. As a matter of fact, I'd be shocked if it took 90 days to see an, a 10% plus print on the CPI, okay? So I want people to understand that. This is very serious. If you're not preparing now, you're going to find yourself in a world of hurt because everything you're gonna buy, everything you need to survive, I'm not joking, is going to explode in price. So with that being said, that gentleman on CNBC was completely correct. Now, what he's talking about really, going back to that story about the inflation explosion, is a change in perception. And I believe that will happen. I believe that as of Independence Day, you will see so many more people worldwide wake up to, oh crap, the Fed is not fixing this, we're in trouble. And it's gonna get bad. I've told you before, I believe that on the next top of this cycle, as far as mortgage rates, we're gonna see over 20% mortgage rates. Why? Because we are gonna follow, we are in the same uh, footsteps as those in the late 70s, but in a, a time where so much more money has been printed, you can't even fathom that. So it is going to be worse. What, now, what's the good news? This is the great news. You're gonna take advantage of that because nobody's gonna to wanna to buy a house at 20% mortgage. Prices are gonna to have to come collapsing down and those that have money on the side, i.e. cash, uh, investments in precious metals because those do very well during hard inflationary times and times of uncertainty, they're going to do very, very well. You even see cryptocurrency crashing because of its tie to uh, stock markets because and debt markets because of the derivatives involved. There's nothing you could change about that. Little side note, I've not sold any of my crypto. I will be buying more at lower prices. 
that's just me. That's not financial advice. So I wanted to bring this stuff up to you. I'm going to link this story below because I think it's very important. And he says it right here. And I talked about this months and months ago, about six months ago, how it's the PPI that tells you your future. As a matter of fact, I did a story, I think, in September about it as well. Uh, there's just so many darn videos I can't even keep up. So I'm going to link this story below. I thank you so much for watching, guys. The Economic Ninja is here to get you prepared so that you're not scared so that when this crash happens, and it takes a long time, crash is like a slow train, slow uh, motion train wreck happening, you guys will be ready to charge a mountain and be wealthier than you ever have been. All right, guys, that being said, I thank you so much for watching. The Economic Ninja is out.